Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. Woo! Wasn't that amazing? Thank you so much to our youth. Some of you are here, slightly dying, I know. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. What we saw in our Bible story just now that Peter and his friends were pretty scared about a few things, weren't they? They were pretty scared. They were scared to begin with because as they looked into the distance across the sea, they thought they saw a ghost. There's a man walking on water coming up to them. That's pretty scary. And of course, then they start to see the wind and the boat begins to wiggle around in the waves and that begins to feel scary. And then, of course, to top it all off for poor Peter, when he begins to realise that it's Jesus coming towards him, Jesus says, come on, Peter, take a step out of the boat. You have a go at walking on the water. Now, for me... If I was in a small boat on a windy day, if I thought a ghost was walking towards me, and if someone asked me to walk on the water, I would be scared too. Would you be scared? Yes, I think we'd all feel pretty scared. But the amazing thing is that with a bit of practice, because Peter definitely had a wobble there, and with a lot of courage, and with his eyes on Jesus, he was able to beat his fear. So with a bit of practice, a lot of courage and eyes on Jesus, we see Peter beating fear. Now, a few months ago, back in the spring, my family and I went to Wales. Anyone here from Wales? Woo, woo, yes. A couple of Welsh people in the house today. Well, we went to Wales in order to go on a forest coaster. Now, here's a picture of what a forest coaster looks like. A forest coaster is basically like a roller coaster and a bit of a toboggan run rolled together. Yeah, any fans of roller coasters here? Yes, you like a good coaster ride. Brilliant. Well, we went on this uh, forest coaster ride and my family, there are six of us, are all now old enough to get in a little carriage like this on their own. All except our youngest, Levi, who was just five years old at the time. So Levi needed to sit between me in our little carriage. And the great thing about the forest coaster is you get three tickets, everybody. Yeah. Three, I know, ooh, that deserved an ooh, didn't it? Three whole rides. So we set off. And Levi and I buckled ourselves in. I was at the back. I had the brakes, okay? And off we went. So we're kind of chugging up the beginning of the coaster. Now, you know if you're roller coaster fans what that feeling's like. You know when you're going up at the start and all the nerves begin in your tummy, don't they? Well, this wasn't helped for us by the fact that as we were going up, I started to think this is really steep actually and really quite a long way up. And meanwhile, on this side, people were starting to come down very fast. And most of them were screaming really loudly. So Levi just began to get that bit nervous. I could feel him in my arms. He's nodding away at the front here. Mummy, are we going to be okay? You will use the brakes, won't you? And of course I said, yeah, you're fine, Levi. You're safe. I've got this. It's going to be brilliant. Well, we got to the top and the little green light went on and the carriage was released. And all I can say is that Levi opened his mouth to scream and he screamed the whole way down. Ah! Like this. Okay, we got to the bottom. He said, I am never doing that ever again. Oh, poor Levi. I said, that's absolutely fine, my love. You don't have to. 
But can I just say, if you do feel brave enough to just have one more go, you know, sometimes these things can be easier. Second time round when we know what's coming. Not always the case, but you know, let's give it a go. We managed to persuade him, and so off we went again. We buckled up, and here's a tiny little video of us second time round. Right, yeah, important. So I hope you heard that properly. We're not going faster. We're going to go the same speed. You know, I think he was growing slightly in confidence by now. But therefore, we got to the top. The little green light went on. And I was very careful to use the brakes at every corner. And we went down again. And Levi screamed the whole way down. By now, I was worried about his voice. And I said to him at the bottom, I just thought to myself, there's no way. He's done it twice. He's five years old. That's fine. Enough's enough. But this point... Levi turned around, he said, you know what? I think I'm going to give it another go. Yes, Levi, brave boy. So we did, we got on for the third time, a bit of practice, a lot of courage, yeah. And this time, when we got to the bottom, here's a tiny snippet of what he said. We went super fast that third time, and he said it was amazing. So little Levi passed from fear to joy, from being scared of something, but with a bit of practice and a lot of courage, and in my arms, was able to discover something amazing on the other side. And I totally believe that because Jesus is over fear, he wants to bring us to that place too. Where we can feel that fear pass through it to the other side and discover something quite incredible, quite amazing. Discover a joy that perhaps we don't yet know, like Peter stepping out and walking on water. Jesus is over fear. Now there's a verse in the Bible, in the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, it says this. Let's look at these words together. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. We're going to say that together. Are you ready? Bit at a time with me. I can do all things. I can do, yeah. Oh, okay, we're going to kind of do it like a call and response because I just thought that would be cool. Should we try again? Is that all right? I can do all things. I can do all things. Through Christ, Christ. Who gives me strength. And this time we're going to do it again with utter conviction. You are telling yourself this. Are you ready? I can do all things. Through Christ, who gives me strength. Paul is writing this letter to the church. And he's not saying, I can do some things. He's not even saying, I can do most things. But he's saying, I can do all things. He's not saying, on my own, if I take a deep breath. He's saying, through Christ. And he's not saying who even takes all that fear away straight away. But he's saying through Christ who gives me strength. He's saying through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now the problem is, isn't it everyone, we know this. When it comes to fear... Fear is very, very powerful. 
Remember at the start when Rocky met some of you, some of you said you were scared of spiders. Can you put your hand up again if you're scared of spiders? I think lots of us, yeah, and all ages, all ages. I am not just seeing children with their hands in the air here. I know lots of us are scared of spiders. If we just take spiders as an example, if you're scared of spiders, I can say to you, they're only small, they don't bite, they won't hurt you. They're actually really good, you know, they eat the flies in the house, they're friends. They're more scared of you than you are of them. Have you heard people say that? Have you said that yourself? I've said all of those lovely logical things, but at the end of the day, if you're scared of spiders, the minute that spider comes in the room and crawls up your wall, you are out of there. Yeah? Someone said they're scared of the dark. I remember being so scared of the dark when I was little. All my children have been through that at certain times, and some grown-ups are scared of the dark. Well, it doesn't matter, does it, if your mum or your dad says to you, just distract yourself, count sheep, you're all right, we're downstairs, you're safe. The minute the lights go out, the terror sets in. It's horrible. Fear is so powerful. And if you're scared of a human being, that's another thing. Someone who's mean to you at school. Someone at work that's a bit of a bully. Someone in your family. It's a bit icy and scary. There are scary people everywhere, aren't there? It's not enough to say, you'll be all right, just face them. It's terrifying. Fear is really, really powerful. And the problem is, can we have that Bible verse back up? I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I think often we think we ought to be able to just do that first bit. I can do all things. Yeah? I've got this, I can do this, it's going to be all right, I can do all things. Well, actually, no, everybody, the truth is you can't. You really, really can't. Because otherwise, we'd all be walking on the water, wouldn't we? Yeah? Peter could only do that with the courage and the confidence of Jesus, with Jesus right in front of him. We can't actually do all things. But... When we put the rest of that Bible verse in, through Christ who strengthens me, we've got to believe that that's true. That actually, with Jesus living in us, we can do anything. Nothing is impossible for God and God is the one who lives and breathes within us. Yes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, I wonder if I, at this point, could have two volunteers. I need a little person and I need a big person. By big, you know, just a regular adult's fine. Let's have a look. Who would like to be my little person? Let's see. Who feels really brave and, oh, there's someone right. Come on, you. Yeah, yeah. Come up here. Come up here. Now, who wants to be my big person? Oh, I'd love to have you. You're not quite big enough. Let's have a, I need a, I need a grown-up. I need a grown-up. Oh, why are you so shy, grown-ups? This is, come here, darling. Come here. You see, you're being super brave. You're showing us all this morning how to be brave. Yes, come on. Alan, is it Alan? Alan, come and stand here. Round of, what's your name, my darling? Sam. Sam. Sam, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now, everybody, take a look at Sam and take a look at Alan. Right? If we were to put Sam and Alan in a boxing ring, I just want to say, first of all, I don't agree with fighting and I wouldn't want that. I don't like boxing. But it's just for the sake of a, a kind of my talk, it helps me right now. 
Who's going to win? Let's have a little cheer, shall we? Is Sam? Oh, Levi, thank you. You're on team now. And I tell you what, Levi's support goes a very long way. Okay. Well, give a cheer. Listen, you are being an absolute hero here. Okay. Who thinks Sam's going to win? There's a lot of faith in the room today, everybody. Okay, who thinks Alan's going to win? I think, I think that was quite evenly matched. You're ruining my illustration, everyone. Okay, if we were really, really honest, let's be honest right now, and we put these two in a boxing ring together and we said fight, we know that Alan is going to win. Alan is bigger. Alan is stronger. Alan has had more years in his life to maybe watch the boxing. I don't know. Poor Sam is not going to stand a chance. Well, let me tell you, everybody, that must have been exactly what everybody thought many, many years before Jesus was born on the earth and a little boy called David faced Goliath. You know the story. You know the story. Now, do you mind if I just pop something on your head, Sam? Are you up for a bit of costume? Because the Bible tells us that there was a little shepherd boy called David. Okay? You look brilliant. And he came up one day, and you're all the Israelite army, okay? The problem is, there might be a lot of you, but you're all terrified of Alan. Okay? Now, Alan, Alan right now is called Goliath. Can we have that on? And Goliath, listen. He's got the worst sword in the world. Come on. Goliath will give you a shield as well. Here we are. It's a bit of a hodgepodge of a uniform for you today, Alan Goliath. Um, you might laugh now, but you were terrified of him. Not one of you could take him on. And all of you lot, the Philistines, you're like, yeah, we've got Alan. We've got Goliath. Okay, we've got Goliath. And you know what? We know the story, don't we? Little David comes up. He's got like a sock thing. It's called a slingshot. And in here, can you hear? There's a few little stones. Yeah, do you know the story, Sam? You know the story? Right, well, you're going to learn it now, okay? You're going to get that in your hands. And what he started to do, I want you to be super careful because I'm here too, right? Can you just hold it about there, Sam? Yeah? You're going to start swinging it round, okay? Just careful of your face. I'll do it together. We'll do it together, right? He looks up. We know the story. Come on, come on. And he slings this. And of course, do you, do you feel in the mood for proper acting? Come on, right, ready? And it whacks Goliath and boom. Yes! You see, do you know what? Whenever I read this story, there's one thing that stands out hugely. You can stand up again if you want, Goliath, for a moment. Just before David got that slingshot, that sock in his hand, and he threw it. Some of you might know this. He says four words. He looks up, Goliath, and he says this. He says, the battle is God's. The battle is God's. And when I read that, I often think, it's as if David just wasn't very impressed with Goliath. Just wasn't very impressed. It's like he looks up at him and he goes, oh, it's just a... Just a big shouty man. It's not a big deal, is it, David? No, it's not a big deal. He wasn't very impressed. You know, I think actually for some of us, 
we've perhaps got to be a bit less impressed with some of our fears and some of our problems. I'm not saying they don't feel huge. They feel enormous. The spider feels enormous. And some of us are battling some of the biggest fears, bigger things than we feel we can cope with. But the reality is we don't need to be impressed with them because whatever problem feels big to us, we know this, our God is bigger. Isn't that right? Our God is bigger than any problem, any fear, any obstacle that we have to face. David knew it. The battle is God's. And you can say that to yourself today. No matter how how overwhelming some situations in your life might feel, the battle is God's. Okay, should we give these two a round of applause? You can go and sit down. Thank you so much. You can go and sit down. I'm just going to ask the band to come back up because in a moment we're going to sing, but I've got just two more things I want to say. Firstly, this. There's a really, really cool fact in the Bible. So all the way through the Bible, it says these words, do not be afraid. And I don't know if any of you know this. It says in the Bible, do not be afraid 365 times. Now, if you've worked that out, that means one for every day of the year. It's as if God knew, didn't he? We're always going to battle this fear thing. And every single day we need to hear those words, do not be afraid. Like Jesus speaking to Peter as he steps out on the waves, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And when I was a little girl, same age as probably you, Judah, actually, I remember in my house there was a picture hanging on the wall that my mum had embroidered. If you don't know what embroidery is, it's like very thin wool that you use to make a picture. And on the wall, it said these words. It said, strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. And I must have grown up looking at these words an awfully long time. But this one time, when I was about eight, I remember thinking, oh, yes, strength for today. Why? Why just today? Isn't it strength forever? Strength for today. And that came back to me as I was preparing to speak to you today and I felt like God wanted me to say to you that actually that is all you need. You just need strength for today. It will never dry up. It will come again tomorrow when Jesus says, do not be afraid. And it will come again the next day when Jesus says again, do not be afraid. And he'll say it every day. And sometimes when we think about the scary things in our lives, they feel so big, so overwhelming. They kind of feel like they're going to stretch out forever, don't they? For a very, very long time, they're too big to compute. But actually, all you need right now is strength for today. Whatever it took for Peter to get out of the boat and whatever it took for Levi to say, I will have another go with a bit of practice and a lot of courage with our eyes upon Jesus. He will give us strength for today so we can do all things. So we are going to worship God together now with a song that sings all about David and Goliath. And if you don't know this song, maybe you want to imagine you're in the Israelite army and you're standing behind David like you were a moment ago. And all you need to know is that when we get to the chorus, we're going to sing the words, slingshot, when all I've got is a slingshot, you're the power in me. And when you do that, how are we doing it, guys? We're going like this, aren't we? Slingshot. And we're going to clap. Should we try that again together? Here we are. Let's worship God. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website, gastric.org, or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church.